This can has been kicked down the road too many times. Green MP Chloe Swarbrick represents Auckland Central and wants to know why the government still hasn't brought the Waiheke ferry service into the public transport model, meaning cheaper fares for punters. And she's asked for a please explain from the new Transport Minister, David Parker. Passengers are now paying up to $59 for a return ticket after a price hike came into effect on the weekend. All other public transport is subsidised, but Fuller's has a carve-out to run on a purely commercial basis to Waiheke. MP Chloe Swarbrick joins us now. Kia ora, Chloe. What do you think of the price of a ticket on the Waiheke ferry? Kia ora. Uh, well, what I'd say is that for far too long, uh, in excess of 10 years, as a result of the legacy of a pretty inexplicable decision made by uh, the former Minister of Transport under the former National Government, Stephen Joyce, actually against all advice based on a 300-plus page OAA that I managed to get a hold of about a year or two ago, that those who live on Waiheke, which is not a small population, it's approximately 11,000 people, are subjected to being the sole route in the country that is identified as integral to the public transport network per Auckland's Regional Public Transport Plan 2018, but it is Excluded from the public transport operating model. What that means is that it's not regulated and subsidised as all other public transport is in the country. And of course, that understandably causes quite substantive furor from my constituents on the island uh, because we end up with incredibly expensive, arguably actually, based on conversations with Waiheke Local Board, one of the most expensive ferry routes in the entire world, looking at comparable routes. So, what should happen? Well, what should happen is what should have happened several years ago, and I've been on successive ministers about precisely this, which is to bring uh, that Waiheke ferry route into the public transport operating model. Uh, For the public transport nerds amongst us, they may be aware that there is also likely to soon be an evolution from the PTOM into the sustainable public transport framework, which will enable, for example, Auckland Council to directly run these services, Uh, but we won't get into that for the time being. But what it will do is require followers to effectively open the books and enable Auckland Transport to negotiate uh, regulation and subsidies, particularly for commuters. This is a power which Auckland Transport actually asked the former uh, former former Minister of Transport, Phil Twyford, uh, for back in 2019. We managed to finally get a commitment from uh, the Honourable Michael Wood back in June of 2022 after, again, substantial amount of work and lobbying with commuters uh, and those on the island, the local board, Auckland Transport and otherwise. And we were told at that point in time that it would take approximately six months to begin this ordering council process. However, we're now obviously over a year beyond that time frame uh, and I've been asking and OAAing for the advice that has been commissioned and was told that uh, that advice would be put on uh, Wakakotahi's website at the end of June. Obviously, we're now in July and we're still without that information. Chloe, for people listening, this sounds like a bureaucracy soup, right? And it's enough to make your brain explode. So the short version of it is, can the government order fullers into this program, this public transport model, and therefore allow people to have subsidised fares for the trip to Waiheke? Do they have the power to do it? The simple answer is yes. The government can do that. So why do you think they they aren't doing it? 
Well, uh, based on my conversations with successive ministers, there is some concern that if there isn't a business case for making that decision as a result of the legislative framework obviously inherited from the former national government, that there is the potential that the government could potentially be sued. Uh, so making sure that all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed is important. But again, this is where I've been asking for a constant please explain and transparency throughout the process because at the very least what my constituents deserve is transparency and accountability from decision makers who have let them down for 10 plus years on this. What's to stop the company operating the service, currently Fuller's, if you bring them into the public transport model, what if they throw their hands up and say, meh, don't want to do this service anymore because it's not worth it? Well, the public transport operating model sets up a framework through which negotiations are undertaken through local authorities. So it would be within the remit of Auckland Council to then negotiate the provision of these services. And I must say that despite all of the challenges that we've been facing with the provision of fuller services and obviously the cost lower, uh, kind of increases and otherwise for constituents over the past few years, that I do have a pretty good working relationship with them and with Mike Horn, who have been really responsive to the needs within obviously their commercial imperative. And actually what they're saying to me as well is that they want some clarity from what the government is going to do here because without that, they can't even make commercial investment decisions. So all roads really lead back to the government doing this. And as I said in my letters today to our new Minister of Transport, David Parker, but also our Minister for Auckland, the Deputy Prime Minister, the Honourable Carmel Sepuloni, it's time to get on with it. We've only got six weeks left before the House rises uh, for oh, okay. election year. And we can do it. So, Chloe, quick answer, please, because we're out of time. If 59 bucks is too much for a return ticket, what's a fair price? Name your number. I'm not going to pull a number out of thin air, but what I am going to say is that with transparency and an opening of the books, we can calculate something that is far fairer. And with currently the most expensive comparable ferry route in the developed world, it's time to get on with something that is far more affordable for my constituents. Thanks for your time, Chloe. That is Chloe Swarbrick, uh, Auckland Central MP there on the Waiheke Ferry and the price.